Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Two wonderful guys tonight, Aww. and it's free agency. Um, so I just want to dive into it. We've had a lot happen today. We got a lot to cover. Uh, so first off, let's start out west. We usually go east. Uh, we got Stephen Dolan hanging out in Seattle. How you doing, Stephen? I'm doing great. I mean, look, we just did the pre the free agency preview with uh, Brady Trantham a couple days ago, and I already said, but this is like one of my favorite times of the year because I'm a huge dork, so let's get into this. <laughs> <laughs> this is like Christmas to me all the way. I love it. Um, all right, so heading out east, we have the one, the only, Matt Tierney, a.k.a. Prime Nerlens. How you doing today, buddy? What a do, baby. <laughs> is that how you really feel oh yeah <laughs> assuming this trade this uh signing that we've heard the second time from Woj is actually real i'm feeling pretty good oh well i i think me and dolan will actually agree with you here um mm-hmm. uh, so yeah let's just get into this uh as tyranny has stated um it's looking like he gets to keep his at for another year how, how are you feeling about it tyranny Oh man, I I tell you what. So I went into this off season fully expecting that he was gone. I was actually saying it during the season because I was like, "There's no way, given his performance this year, he would want to stay." And I was assuming he was gonna just opt out and then leave. I didn't think he would opt out and then sign back with us. Yeah, I agree. I think um, that was kind of the expectation from everybody, right? Right. Yeah. Everyone just kind of wrote him off as gone. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to have to do something eventually. But I just kind of put it off until it was written in in pen. And then we get that tweet from Roj right at like 630 free agency night. New Orleans and well is re-signing. I'm excited. I'm going crazy. Everything's great. And then we don't get any contract details and we keep waiting. We keep waiting. And then we see Nerland's Instagram with two question marks. <laughs> Everyone just goes bananas because no one knows what it means. And then three hours after all that happens, Woj then came back and said, JK, he's not actually signing. He needs more time. <laughs> Woj has never in his life said JK. 
he did he should have said it that was basically what he was doing he was backtracking he was like Orleans is not signed he needs time to reevaluate and then i just went i was convinced at that point that i so what i thought happened was that he saw deandre jordan get 10 million and he was like oh that sounds nice and uh decided to go elsewhere so i was like he's gone there's no way he's gonna get paid it's fine and then Woj came back again and then said, JK to the JK, he's coming back and signing with us. We still don't know the contract details as far as I know. Nope. I haven't checked as rigorously lately, but I can tell you uh, yesterday, I already told you guys this, but I'll say it again. I searched Nerlens Noel on Twitter, went to latest and just kept refresh refreshing the page because I was certain there was someone was eventually going to break news of what happened. And it was three hours later of just refreshing over and over that I finally got that other Woj tweet to make me so devastated. But it's been a <laughs> roller coaster of emotions. We're finally here. Things look good. And uh, yeah. It's my question is, year. this is my question. When's the AV coming back? Because the, the darkness I need to see, in your soul can't be there forever. I need to see numbers. He I painted his whole AV black. I know. I just I just turned off my AV basically. <laughs> I I can't I know it's basically done. It's it would be really really crazy to not agree to a deal a second time, but after the first time, I can't be I have to be 100% certain. I can't well, I can't uh, get excited just yet. Yeah. Well, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. Uh Dolan, how do you feel about it? Well, I mean, so yeah, just to confirm from from so we're recording this. It is right now nine twenty one Central Standard Time, and as of <laughs> right now, there have not been any contract details leaked on any of the three Thunder players who were signed in free agency this off season. More on that later on on which players though those were, but isn't it just hilarious that the Thunder like that's totally on brand for the Thunder to be the only team who. <laughs> That's Every crazy. other deal just leaks with the contract Immediately. details. We're yeah. looking at like going on, I don't know, six hours or something, and we got nothing. Yeah. Which it's also crazy because most of the time it's the agents that leak it because they want to be like, guys, look at my, yeah. my ability to make my pay players get paid. Yeah. And they want to get that credit. I guess that makes sense. And the sense. fact that OKC. Okay, because we're like. Yeah. Well, wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. How much money are these guys getting really paid? Maybe right. their agents don't want that leaked out. They're yeah, like, no. Exactly. Keep this one in, please. That makes sense because like, yeah, the, I guess it... <laughs> the going opinion among like Thunder Insider seems to be that all three of these guys are on the minimum some, somehow. So it's not that their that's, agents are not So bragging. that's probably why. Yeah. Like Tobias Harris' agent is probably ecstatic yeah. and wants They're it to paying. be out there. They're paying the media to not yes. leak it out for them. Yeah. I'm, yeah. If you leak this, you get nothing Woj. from me ever again. Yeah, Woj was like, I'll credit you. And he, they were like, please don't. <laughs> oh, I love it. So, I love it. So, so, yeah, Matt, what if I told you that I figured out all the confusion that happened with Nerlens? I figured it out. I sussed it. Do tell. Do tell. Okay. Good, sir. So I've got some times for you. I've got like a schedule of things that happen. Okay. I'm listening. Al Horford. There were all these mm -hmm. reports that Al Horford was leaving Boston, right? Mm -hmm. At one point, I believe it was Keith Smith 
tweeted that, oh, it turns out actually Boston is trying to find a way to engineer a sign-and-trade to keep Al Horford in Boston while also being able to sign Kimba Walker. Do you remember that point? Sign-and-trade Horford. They were trying to manufacture a way by to- actually turning the Kimba Walker signing into a sign-and-trade so that they could also keep Al Horford. Oh, right. It was with uh, Charlotte yeah. to get right. Rozier right. there. Yeah, I do remember that. That was at 2.14 p.m. on June 30th. Okay? Okay. Got it. An hour and 12 minutes later. Two hours and 12 minutes later. Sorry. Hashtag math. Nolan's Noel report number one of signing with the Thunder came out. Mm. Okay. The big spot in Boston was putatively filled up. And he was like, going back to the Thunder. Now, I will say, based on the fact that he then Instagrammed two question marks, I think this was a, his agent call. He thought the spot in Boston was full, so he, like, kind of jumped the gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. At 6.08 p.m. on the same night, 6.30, it was announced that Al Horford is going to Philly. Mm-hmm. An hour and 18 minutes left. Nerland's backed out of his deal with the Thunder. Mm. Boston's big spot was all of a sudden open again. Mm. We didn't hear anything again until July 1st, at which time Ennis Cantor was announced going to Boston at 11.15 a.m. Ah, I see. I see. A little over, a little over two hours later. Nerland's second announcement with the Thunder came out. That makes sense. Makes sense. That makes sense. You You wanted to go to Boston. You know where Nerland's Noel went to high school? Hashtag Boston Strong. It's in his Twitter bio. That's right. So so the theory based on just the timeline of tweets coming out is that he was trying to get that starting spot in Boston. Every time it was filled up, back to the Thunder. Every time it opened back up, away from the Thunder. So, yeah, I think it's, you know, so I don't have any hashtag sources, me, but, like, the timeline is pretty pretty definitive. Yep. So you're hey. telling me that that were his, his side squeeze? I'm telling you yes. that he wanted to be a starter, and in the absence of being able to be a starter for his hometown team, yeah, he's willing to be a backup for us. Like, I, mm. I'm not hurt by that. One thing that I did say, mm-hmm. though on Twitter, verified by Steven, mm-hmm. that um, since Ennis Canner had signed over there, that it made Noel going anywhere else a little bit more slim because that was one less spot that a center was needed at. Uh, yeah. Great reporting I, by Stephen Dolan over reporting. here, actually. Yeah, this whole it. thing <laughs> felt like a Dateline episode, and I was all with it, like just on the edge of my seat. The Dolan bomb. All about the, all about the social media linkage you know oh yeah hey, and if nerland switches agents this coming up soon we knew he accidentally leaked that and he probably fired him mm. so mm. i i am pretty surprised his agent decided to do that without his call so my theory That's... is just that the agent my theory is that nerland's and his agent had discussed and he was like look if i can be the starter in boston i'll do that but right. if I can, if I can't do that, then I'll go back to OKC. 
And then the Got agent it. saw that report that Al Horford was going back, and it's it's Keith Smith, like he's he's good. And mm-hmm. so the agent was just like, "All right, let's get this done ASAP before like things fall apart, and then I can't get my guy the spot he wants." You know, <clears throat> right? So, so why I'm curious, why did the sign and trade fall through? Because I thought that was pretty. That seemed to make sense for all teams. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not really sure, except that maybe Horford just wanted to go to Philly. Maybe, yeah. I think that's what it he got down paid. To. Yeah, you know? yeah. He got his that's, what was it, 108 million for four years, something something like that. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> and less than the, the record, less than the 112 million that was reported that was leaked by his agent. So, yeah. <laughs> for the record, that's going to be the less. weirdest starting five oh my in the league. Oh my gosh, it's so awkward. Because it's going to be so. I weird. mean, look, Al Horford is an undersized big, and the second he loses half a step, and he's starting to get up there in years, like you want yeah. him defending power forwards. Between so between Horford and Embiid in the in the front court, are they ever going to be able Gosh. to switch a pick and roll again? <laughs> uh, hopefully, I not. mean, Embiid, but they're going to have a lot of rim protection. So. They will. They, but yeah, you've got you've got two guys in the front court who can't do a pick and roll. Yeah, Embiid can't move laterally either. So, yeah, that to me is weird. It's I, weird. I, it's very weird. I thought the you know the pro is that now Embiid doesn't have to play like forty eight minutes in the playoffs sure. next year because <laughs> he was like plus ninety when he was on the court and like minus eighty nine when he was off. So yeah. now yeah. they've got a little bit of extra, you know talent there but yeah it's it's so weird because it's ben simmons tobias harris uh those two and then i guess they lost jj reddick they lost reddick so i don't know who the other guy is but yeah just those four alone is really weird but it's a lot of talent yeah it definitely is the the joke that was rolling around twitter was they just signed him so he couldn't dominate and beat in the playoffs again (laughs) that's yeah (laughs) i know that's why i was i think that's what's so scary for boston fans is like Horford dominated Embiid, but now Horford's going to teach Embiid how to, you know, be a better center. So mm. that's an interesting point. Watch out, Boston. He can probably teach Embiid a lot of things. Yeah. yeah, Horford's a great. I think Horford's one of the biggest like professionals in the game. So he's going to be that. really good for that organization. True that. True that. Well, let's bring it back over to the Thunderway. Screw all those other guys. <laughs> uh, we got a team to worry about over here. Uh, we had another signing. Well, we had two more today, but the next one we're going to get to that everyone was just up in arms <clears> about <throat> at first because Presti decided to take a flight was Mike Muscala. Moose. Um, yeah. What are we going to do with this guy? Is that is that his thing? Uh, do, I'm, do I'm a proponent or? of Eminem. I mean, okay. I just remember. I just think it's fun I just to remember say. In, everyone said Moose in Atlanta, so I was yeah. just like going with that but we've we can do our own thing i'm I'm good with that moose is okay let's start scala moose is okay scala i like him yeah scala like scallions i think it makes me think scalabrini if he's anything like the red mama then we got ourselves a steal oh yeah (laughs) that's the way i look at it um no but i i like the signing personally i think that it was a, a pretty good pickup He's a good three-point shooter. He can shoot free throws. Um, Steve wrote about him in his book. I mean, what else? What else do we need? 
He just sort of feels like a white Patterson to me. Wait, what's the? Uh, not, I'm sorry, not, what's not, not the? Your book, what's Steven. the Steve wrote about him in his book? I, I assume you mean Stephen yeah, Adams, your book. but I, I have no yes. idea what you mean. What is that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you guys read about no. this. Maybe Tyranny did, but you hadn't. Um, I read it. Yeah. So supposedly, somewhere in Stephen Adams' book, he was talking about Mike Muscala at their draft workouts, just completely, you know, killing it from the three-point range, and. Um, that was about it. He just always remembered Mike Muscala. So, <clears throat> all right. Uh, and I think they have somewhat of a relationship. And I think Ooh. they've he's been on our radar a few different times. Yeah. And it just never I, well, worked out. Well, we actually out, had so. him at one point, right? Um, whenever we, he he was a part of the Mellow trade. The mellow. Oh, right. And we I totally we flipped him immediately that. to Philly as part of the. Uh, yeah, right. Jeremy yeah. Grant to get Jeremy Grant. I remember making I remember making that joke about what was your favorite moment as. Uh, Muscala as an OKC player, but <laughs> yeah. now we can't do that. And uh, oh, I totally forgot. I would about just that. like to do a brief shout out to uh, Mr. Greg Thompson. That's at Gregory Thomp, which you know, Thomp. Gregory Thomp. Um, Thomp. He tweeted at me at 10:28 a.m. on 6:30, reporting with at Blake Umberham, Sam Presti, seen in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and these guys were actually on the flight with Sam Presti where he w- he was on his way to Minneapolis and it it set forth a whole slew of conjecture for me thinking like was he doing up there is it is What's, it Tyus Jones yeah. right is it Robert Covington <laughs> is it Carl Anthony Towns <laughs> Anthony Tolliver <laughs> at the least um and then and then you look into it a little deeper and and I was thinking you know Tyus went to high school in Minnesota He's a restricted free agent. Anthony Tolliver's had several stops there. He's an unrestricted free agent, so it's probably down to those two. Out of the blue, because this is a guy who didn't even play for the Wolves, Mike Muscala also went to high school in Minnesota. So it was it was mm. good reporting. Um, nice nice to have, you know, Twitter Twitter peeps throwing stuff to us before they hit up the big dogs <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice touch <laughs> thanks for throwing us a bone guys yeah, so i think i think courtesy of greg thompson topic thunder had presti in minnesota before, before anybody it's a shame we couldn't get the connection done before right. the yeah. trade broke like who would have known that muscala is from minnesota right you would have never you'd have never made that connection but right. yeah it's awesome maybe next next time greg thomp Break some news, we'll uh, we'll be able to connect the dots. <laughs> it is. Uh, how yeah, do you guys? Lot. How do you guys feel about the fact that he actually went to Minnesota for for this guy? I think if considering the situation now that I'm remembering and you're you telling me that he was part of the Carmel- Carmelo Anthony trade, right? That as from a business perspective, if Sam was going to go get this guy it wasn't going to be a phone call because you pretty much had him and then traded him away immediately mm-hmm. right so he's so, trying to mend a bridge yeah i mean it makes the most sense to me right there That's especially with with him doing that and it's like i said it's business so if, if you screw up sometimes you got to take it on the chin and go shake the guy's hand and say hey well we really didn't screw up we won in that deal <laughs> um <laughs> uh, now we got both of them uh, <laughs> yeah so yeah it, it 
I, I think that's probably what most of it was, and that's the only reason I can think of. I mean, Sam, didn't he go meet Nerlens last year? Um, my understanding is Billy went to meet Nerlens, and then also, okay. and then also, famously, Paul George and Russell Westbrook called yeah. him from the yeah. party on camera. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, that was that was a pretty cool moment, but I don't have a problem with it. Like I said, if if it was business, you had to go shake the guy's hand and say, "Hey, come on down." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, you guys got anything else on Big Mike over here? Nah, I hope he uh, I hope he lives up to Stephen Adams's portrayal of him because so far in his NBA career, he's just like an okay three point shooter. I think he's like thirty five or something. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, he I was thirty six and a half, oh, Steve. Okay, I sold him. <laughs> give him some that's credit, above, Steve. That's yeah. above fine, and and you know you kind of have to regulate those percentages for by position, right? So like thirty six point five from the four slash five position is actually like really good. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah I I also was not super high on him. I thought he was just like a a white Patterson, very streaky shooter, can't really play defense can't really move laterally um i don't know but i'll get i'll i'm hopeful we'll see we only need we need 15 good minutes and like a three or two and then we're fine yeah we just need we just need a guy who can be automatic from the corner pretty consistently and i feel like he has the potential to do that Mm -hmm. and every year that he had like consistent run he didn't play too too bad i mean he's an 84 percent free throw shooter i'm just looking mm-hmm. at all of his regular season totals of course he had all of his best years in atlanta uh 17 and 18 being the best but he mm-hmm. played 53 games um but he wasn't bad at all i mean i i think he's gotten he's probably a little streaky on the three point percentage but like steve said he's just a corner guy hey we'll take the uh we'll take the free throw shooting too yeah we need oh, yeah. that we need that. Uh, <laughs> all right. So the last but not least signing of today so far, uh, Alec Burks, the guy that I think we wanted him a couple years ago, didn't we? Like out of the draft? He, oh, no, I don't. Well, he's been in the league for a while. I think it was in uh, trade deadline season a couple years ago we wanted him. I remember that. Hey, time out. We got a Woj bomb. I got to drop it in here live. Sorry. Isaiah Thomas. Live yes, Woj Bomb. <laughs> yep. Woj has bomb. agreed to a one-year deal with the Washington Wizards. So, yeah. heck yeah. They're going to have a void filled that's there. That's sad. Them. Yeah. John Wall and Isaiah Thomas, the hey, saddest no, duo point guards. I know. Sad. I think that's a pretty good opportunity for him, though, really, that's if you think true. about it. He's not going to have anybody to really have to contend with. He might be able to rebuild his image there. Um and, and move on. It's either going to be the best thing for him or the worst thing for him. I hope for the best for him because, man, that's a it's a depressing story what happened to him. He's had a rough life. Yeah. yeah. Well, as rough a life as you can be in a millionaire. But, yeah, he's yeah <laughs> comparatively yes. comparatively a rough life to other NBA A rough players. NBA yeah, career. So good, good on right, you, Isaiah so Thomas. Sorry. Hope it works out. Yes. Sorry about that. Alex Burks. How are you guys feeling about that? What's our temperature on it? I mean, this one, like, I know we kind of didn't expect Nerlens to resign, but this one shocked me. Was anyone else just stunned yeah. by this? Yeah. I definitely was after Wesley Matthews didn't come. I was right. like, how does he not come? And then we get and out. And he came first, on a minimum, too. they're about the same. 
Or he, uh, yeah, Wesley Matthews went to went to Milwaukee on a minimum deal. So it was yeah. depressing for like yeah. twenty minutes or whatever till the next <laughs> news broke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I kind of saw why Ma- Matthews went to the way he did. I mean, like I wish he was on OKC for the minimum. Don't get me wrong, but I wasn't like I kind of saw the news and I was like, all right, I get it. Like yeah, Milwaukee he, is a great team. And he could potentially maybe play crunch time. He and that's the same decision yeah. he made with Indy over OKC at the last Right. He wants opportunity. the opportunity to play. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I I got that. But yeah, I was very surprised. I didn't think we were gonna get any any shooters. No. Just because just because we didn't have any space. And because we, we never can't really have. like maneuver. <laughs> and also that. Because Sam Presti doesn't like them for some reason. Um but yeah, this was really surprising. I I was watching YouTube videos of his highlights to kind of like convince myself that he's a good player. And he actually, I think he's going to be a really good addition on the bench. He can he can make his own shot. He's a, got a really good ability to drive and he's got some good handles. He can like, he, I think he can make his own shot. And so now it's not just, you know, Westbrook, Paul George and Schroeder trying sure. to make plays Schroeder making plays, it can be more staggered with Burks in there on the, off the bench because I think he can also do the same thing. So for me, I think this is a huge plus for the bench. Yeah, man, he, um, he killed us in a playoff game in that series. Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> he wasn't even in the rotation. He just popped in and scored like, I don't know, 12 or something in he a can quarter. Go, <laughs> yeah, he can go off. He's had, I think even last year in Cleveland, there was a game he had like 30 some points and he was, you know, wasn't really a big player for them at the time. So he can kind of go off if he's got the opportunity. So I was looking at this and the thunder, you know, pretty spotty to be gentle free agent history, as far as like picking up guys that are legit free agents that we had no connection to previous to that. So, you know, we got Patrick Patterson, Nerlens Noel was huge. Raymond Felton, Mm-hmm. Derek Fisher, but like other than Alec Burks, Anthony Morrow is the only wing that I could come up with that we have ever gotten in free agency. Mm. Yeah, we usually draft it. We usually draft it or, or trade for it. I mean, we we signed yeah. Daquan Cook, but he was traded for previously, like near the end of the previous yeah. season. Like yep. I think this yeah. is the only the second Dude. one that we've ever gotten. What? Who? Where did we get Cephalosha? Traded for from Chicago. Yeah. Traded. Okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. Huh. <laughs> Crazy. I know. And here we are picking up two free agents that can sh- can shoot or kind of shoot in the same off season, as well as keeping Nerlens Noel, who I I really don't understand that. So, you know, how how do you guys? I'm pretty stunned by how everything went. How do you guys feel about? Our signings. I mean, I know it's nothing splashy, but like, what do you think? I think it gives us some really, really good, I guess, more tenure on that second unit that's going to mm-hmm. really help out. It's going to stabilize that second unit out, especially if it's looking like we're going to keep everybody else. Um, who knows at this point? I mean, we could be making a trade. We could be doing something. Well, I I will say that I will say that as of right now, assuming that we, 
assuming Ray Felton is still in the Thunder's plans. Um, and there's one other guy who's up in the air, but I think we're probably plan- planning on bringing back. I think we're at 16 roster spots with just the people that we kind of mm-hmm. expect to be back. So I think there is a, a dumping of someone, uh, probably Patrick Patterson, coming pretty pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Patterson, he had a very cryptic tweet like an hour ago or so. Not totally sure what that was. It was just said facts. Just facts. So facts. You know, maybe yeah. he's... I, I don't know what that could mean, but I, it may not even be related to free agency, but it was just very strange yeah. timing, I guess. My real hope is, my hope and expectation are that the Thunder already have a deal lined up to dump dump a yeah. contract or dump a salary, because what you don't want to do is advertise to the league, hey, we have too many contracts, we are desperate to dump a salary, and like, look, Nader's <laughs> contract is non-guaranteed and and ray felton hasn't been signed yet so like we're not desperate Mm -hmm. but we don't want to advertise that like we need to dump something because then the asking price goes up and i really don't want to give up as a fan i really don't want to give up too much just to get rid of patterson and save 30 million dollars just not for me that's that to me was yeah. yeah that to me that was the reason why i thought we were keeping salaries um off the you know off the public record because i thought we were about to move something and they didn't want to yeah give away the money value because then if we're over the salary cap people like what you were saying people would know that we're desperate to dump some of it so i was like well, maybe that's probably why they're not releasing Nerlens contract or any of the other two right sure now because they want sense. to because they want to kind of like get something in place but yeah i don't know i think it also depends People have already been saying this on Twitter too uh, regarding a trade, but it depends on what Nerland's contract is um, to kind of show you which way the der- the Thunder are heading as far as trades are concerned. Um, the big one that people are wondering about right now is Steven Adams because if Nerland's is above the vet minimum or above like probably two, two and a half million a year, they've got to get rid of something. <laughs> So yeah, I think paying it's, it's, him more than it, his non-bird rights, 120% of what he made last year would indicate that um, they're thinking about moving on from Adams. However, all the indications I have um, say that he's a minimum salary. Your sauces. I got some. I got sauces. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sauces. So yeah, that would be great. I mean, just to get my quick thoughts in about Alec Burks. Um, he can make his own shot, you know, he can create his own shot, which is great. And we've done a lot of talking this off season about maybe getting some load management on PG and Adams and, and Adams and Russ. Uh, And I think if you look at those guys, we have Schroeder backing up Russ, we have Nerlens backing up Steve. And now we have a guy who can actually be like a, homeless man's version of paul george on the (laughs) offensive end anyways you know so like maybe if we want to go into one of these games against a bad team and give paul george a rest like we at least do have a i guess you would call russ primary and then dennis secondary so we have a tertiary playmaker who can kind of go get his own shot you know like maybe we can maybe we can give pg a rest and win some of these games against bad teams while doing some load management now (laughs) 
Because that was tough last year. So, yeah. No, that, that, that <laughs> what are you laughing was, at, Matt? And- <laughs> so I'm just I'm just having a thought in my head about like the introductions at games and being like, he's six foot six from <laughs> Illinois, the homeless man's version of Paul George. It's Alec Burks. Burks, 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 Burks. And Alex is just like, what? What are you? T- what is this? He just runs out carrying Sorry, a just... cardboard sign with like, <laughs> will work for buckets. <laughs> so, over the course of uh, you know 2018-19, so last year, it looks like he had almost his best um, yeah. shooting season, where he shot pretty much 37 percent from three. I'm sorry, which all season? Which long. year? Which uh, year? 2018-19. Okay. He was like hurt a lot last year. Yeah, he played a total of it looks like. He got traded a bunch too. Yeah, he did. Uh, he was like he was like on the come 16. up. He was like on the come up with with uh, Utah, and then Cleveland? somebody broke his no. leg. I think in the playoffs. Remember that somebody like stepped on his leg and hurt him. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, in, was it the Houston series? I believe that so. seems right. And then yeah. and then when he came back the next year, like Rodney Hood had popped up and kind of took his spot. Yeah, because he oh, played yeah. 17 games with Utah, then he played another 34 with Cleveland, and then 13 to end the season with Sacramento. So he played a total he, of, I believe, 70 or 64 games out of the 82. He didn't play much in Sacramento, no. though. I think he was, like, barely, like, a third third string player at that. Yeah, I think this is a guy who, play. like, had a chance to have a real role on a good team, and then an injury derailed him, and he got kind of shunted to the side mm-hmm. as he was rehabbing and like it's a total presty move to buy low on a guy like this and i, I think he could really have mm-hmm. some good moments for us next year no heck yeah definitely excited about it hopefully he doesn't have to go to the line a lot though only 77 percent shooter there um, Man, that's better than that's better shot, than our average he yeah. shot i think i looked up his stats he shot like 80 something last uh, he year he did right? shoot 86 last or about 83 is what he averaged yeah. last year between all the teams so i'll take that okay i'll give it to him never mind sorry yeah. alec um, I'll take that. no but uh i'm excited for it i like his length and defense i just know that he can sort of switch a couple things since mm-hmm. he did it to us and um and yeah and look i this might be a hot take, and I love me some Terrence Ferguson, but there's a there's a non-zero chance that yeah. by the end of the season he's eating up a lot of minutes at shooting guard. Non-zero, yeah, not that I'm I, expecting it, but it could happen. I was thinking the same thing about whether, like, if Ferg just doesn't have the same breakout season, would Burks be the starting shooting guard at some point? No, oh. you know. Non-zero. No. Yeah. Non-zero. Terrence is way too athletic. Um, all right. We'll see. Anything else on Alec? Good at shoot. <laughs> he put ball in basket well. Good. He good at shoot. <laughs> good at dribble. Oh, man. Oh, man. So there's been, of course, all the other crazy signings that we've had today, right? Um, or ever over the last two days, you guys actually covered a few of them to begin <laughs> with the other day, right, Steve? Yeah, we could, we so before we did our uh, free agency preview, 
somehow all these teams had already agreed to some deals. So we had Kyrie to the Nets. Oh, they did <laughs> they not. Did. We had Kyrie to the Nets, and then we got KD to the Nets, um, injured KD. Um, so, yeah, I guess let's talk a little bit about the Nets just real quick since that's kind of been solidified for a little bit. And then we can yeah. talk about what the Nets um, – then we can talk about what KD did for the Nets and Warriors after we talk about Ooh. the All Nets. Right. <laughs> so Kyrie was one of them that broke, right? Mm -hmm. It was the four-year – 141 million dollar deal uh with the nets and that was pretty big because everybody was thinking they were going to go Knicks. um there was a lot of still talk about it and a lot of people still thinking that both of them were going to go there with that quote-unquote connection that both of them try to say that they have to new york i mean i know Kyrie does but i don't know how kevin does but he sure likes to claim it yeah so i mean we covered a, a lot of that on on the last one um so it it was surprising but at the same time it had been like a couple of days in the making where people had kind of been chattering about it so just like how i guess we can skip Ooh. next year like i've seen brooklyn already having like good title odds which is ridiculous for next season because katie's gonna miss yeah. all of next season but yeah. after that like how there. good do you guys think the nets are gonna be they got katie they've got you know we'll see if he's himself after the achilles injury mm -hmm. they've got Kyrie, and then they've got a bunch of good young players right karis lavert is really good uh yeah you Allen. forgot about the best one deandre jordan <laughs> yeah dj <laughs> <laughs> shout out shout out Kyrie and kd for taking less than the max to just let deandre kind of scoot in there as like the third guy yeah which hilarious. is ridiculous, but I've seen a few people like hating on the Nets for giving him so much money, and it's like, look, I mean, he's free. Basically, yeah, he's free. They just they just took some of their salary. Yeah, and, put it and there. he's on a four year totally. deal, and both of them are still going to be there, so he's just taking some of their salary for four years. He's a free player, so if yeah. he's anything, then bonus. And then they've yeah. got Jared Allen, who's good. I like Jared Allen. Is, is, yeah. is, is Dudley like is Dudley still there? <laughs> He's a free agent. Dudley better be there. <laughs> He's a free agent. Dudley is the the meme heard around the world. They still have Joe Harris, even though there. there's been reports that he's been shopped. As of as of that now, he's crazy. still there. Yeah. yeah, they better keep him. So like that could be a pretty good team. Yeah, that's a pretty good team. How good do you think they can be? Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, no, they're yeah. they're pretty stacked. I think. I mean, without KD. I think that they're probably middle of the pack in the East. You know, mm -hmm. if everybody stays healthy. Without KD, um, without KD, do you think they'll be better or worse than they were last season? Oh, better for sure. Very little bit better, in my opinion. Not much. And that's just the Kyrie upgrade be over Russell. Because no, because what yeah. else changed? DJ. Yeah, DJ. I, I think I think, I think, I think there's DJ a solid chance a Allen bit. ends up starting over DJ. He right, I, I think I think he will. I'm just saying, like DJ off the bench is a a bonus, because DJ is a starter, you know, in the bottom tier of some teams. So, I think I think I could see Brooklyn as like the five seed. I think there's a significant chance that better. they lose more games next year than they did last year, and I'm here for all of that. 
It's gonna it'll it'll be well, hilarious. <laughs> I, I could see yeah. that too though, because the, the East did get a little bit tougher mm-hmm. this offseason, you know. Some right. moves sort of got some players spread out, whether they were coming from the west going to the east or they were already in the east, you know, they just went to a different team. Um, a la, you know, Jimmy Butler with all that craziness that had to go mm-hmm. on. Um so yeah. I Who think do you think is? Do you think Boston chance. or Brooklyn is going to be better seating wise? God, I. It's so tough for me to say that Boston's going to be better. I say uh, I, I say Brooklyn will. too. Yeah, yeah, it, it's really tough. I think that. I'll, they I think so Boston we'll, fans so are we'll just say we'll just say that Kimba is like a tiny downgrade from Kyrie. Now maybe the chemistry is better, right? But yeah. just from a talent oh. standpoint. <laughs> It'll definitely be better. But just from I mean, a talent yeah. standpoint, that's a slight downgrade at point right. guard. But then right. they went from Al yeah, Horford. Did you? But then they went from Al Horford to Anis Cantor. That's the big drop yeah. off to me. That's yeah, Horford right Horford leaving is huge. It's a problem. And Hayward hasn't made that jump yet, so it's sort of now look if if Hayward comes back and he's like real Hayward again, then all bets are off. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, well. We'll see. We'll stink and guys, see. Do you guys see that picture today of Kimba at the middle school, like signing autographs, and all the kids were the same height as him? <laughs> Shut up! Because I'm the same size as Kimba too. It's a really bad look. <laughs> Kimba's so small. <laughs> He's so funny. What is this? A so school of giants? <laughs> yeah, there were some Boston fans kind of just ironically being like, I've been to the school. They're all 6'8". No need to look uh, into this any further. I was like, all right. <laughs> so the one net that we need to talk about, Kevin Durant. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll let you guys go first on this one because right. I can go. I'm going to be very Ooh. passionate whenever I get my all turn right. here. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. I'll set the table for you. Appreciate it, Steve. I'll be there to eat in a second. <laughs> <laughs> so the the report was that Katie was going to Brooklyn, right? That broke. And then we had hours of accepting it, celebrating it, reveling in the fact that Katie was leaving the Warriors. We were going to have parody. He was going to be shifting over to Eastern Conference, and the Warriors were going to be crippled and shallow. Yes. Right? Yes. That happened. (laughs) That happened. Then we cover a few hours, and all of a sudden, these reports start to come out. It's like, oh, maybe the Warriors and the Nets are going to work on a sign-and-trade. Maybe get the Warriors back a little something. It's like, okay. I guess that's cool. Somebody reported that the Warriors are going to end up with a massive traded player exception is what's going to happen. So they can like absorb some money and some trades. Sure. That's not great. I I wish that didn't happen, but that's not terrible. Then the report lands. The Warriors are getting D'Angelo Russell in that sign and trade. (laughs) They are getting a 23 year old all-star back from Brooklyn for a KD who was walking. But wait a second. There's more, too. Two more players on top of that. Yeah, I mean, they ended up dumping them. Still. Because they made, like, a little bit more than the minimum, so they had to actually, like, pay to dump those guys because they ended up 
uh, in cap nerd stuff. Yeah. When you receive players and sign and trades, you get you get hard capped. So the Warriors did have to dump Andre Iguodala on Memphis with like a 2024 protected first round pick or something to like make this work. Yeah. But yeah, long story short, the Warriors were going to lose Kevin Durant for nothing. Instead, he turns around and does them a favor, and they get D'Angelo Russell for free. Essentially. Yeah. Essentially. D- Tierney, if if you need to go on, I'm telling you, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a minute on this one. I I don't know. I I wasn't that mad about it because I mean, to me, it was like, what's the difference between this versus Katie leaving? And then D'Angelo just going to Golden State independently. He he couldn't have done that. Exactly. Couldn't they like? No. I thought I thought they were originally going to re- uh, get rid of like release him. So supposedly the reason yeah, why they did it this way. He wouldn't have been able to. Is, he wouldn't have been able to get a max contract with Golden State. Yeah. He would have been able to get like five million dollars. And okay, the, well, doesn't the difference, that? The difference bad. was though their bird rights too. They exchanged their bird rights. So that's what essentially all this had to do with, just to give you some background on it, too. And just a little more background. Generally, the reason why a player would do a sign and trade is they're saying, I want all my money, but I want to go over there. But Katie's actually giving up money, also. Yep. So there's literally no reason. This doesn't benefit Brooklyn, really. And I think there's been a subsequent subsequent report that Golden State is actually sending like a low-rate first-round pick, too, mm. which is good. I, I guess Brooklyn actually gets something out of it. But mm. that didn't need to happen. <laughs> I, Katie is doing a favor for Brooklyn. Right. I, I was – so I wasn't – pissed off about any of that i thought to me the most ridiculous part of this whole situation was that um joe lacobs i think is his name came out and was like nobody's ever gonna wear 35 again mm. the Golden state warriors Mm-mm. and i was like dude he's been with your team for like two years <laughs> chill mm-hmm. out dude i don't know dude won two finals mvp and on his way out the door he got him an all-star back mm. he's 23 and under contract for four years and then well, let his he... medical staff tear his achilles in the playoffs or in the finals like oh all right all right i think we've covered i think we've covered the all the details Oof. i think we've covered all the details jerry yeah I'm sorry. What you got? I, if you can tell, I've been squirming over here in my chair. Every word that you guys have uttered about this thing so far. Um, so pretty much, Katie did them a freaking favor. Uh, the the whole timeline is fishy to me now. Just how the whole thing broke out, right? That happens with Katie. That article comes out from NBC Bay Area or whatever. That saying that KD felt like a quote-unquote second right. fiddle, that whole thing, right? So that comes out. Then all of a sudden, uh, the talks start happening back and forth with the whole sign-and-trade. So I think that was a balance, balancing act on purpose, right? Yeah. What he I was doing, he was trying to make up for it by leaking this other story to the media. Because I'm right. sorry, his agent's a dirty, dirty thief. Um, so <laughs> you just... You look at that timeline, then it happens, and then fast forward to another day, and you're gonna re- pretty much pseudo retire the guy's number, like you're or you're not really gonna do it, but you're gonna do it as long as you're alive or you're on the board or yeah. 
I think they usually wait until the guy actually retires. Well, just the whole thing. The whole thing. I don't give a damn if they retired his number tomorrow. It's still stupid. The fact that KD, the weak-minded individual that he is, got played for him Mm. once, quote-unquote felt like he was a second fiddle, as he put it, or Kendrick Perkins is putting it right now, actually, because I believe he's the one that said that. Um, And then, and then... You're going to sit there and load them up before you leave because they're going to go put your numbers in the rafter and he he made you feel good for the moment. You're a damn idiot, Kevin Durant, and you mm, cannot I you cannot flames. you cannot change my mind on this. They mind effed you so bad and you fell for it. Hook, line, sinker cuz this makes no sense business-wise. Does not benefit you in any way shape form other than as steve stated maybe that first round pick okay maybe that first round pick so to everybody trying to say that it's not that big of a deal yes it is because we didn't you matt we couldn't even get a kiss good night after we took him (laughs) on a date for nine years and treated him like the best thing since sliced bread whenever he was here and sliced bread's great yeah i love it and it's just I, I don't get the mindset behind it and everybody trying to defend him here like you do not have a paradigm shift the way that he had it being so close to knocking them out you're up 3-1 on these guys in 16 to literally three weeks later you're eating out of Draymond's hands and all these front office guys that you know that you're meeting and greeting and everything and fast forward to three years later and this is what you became you couldn't even give us a kiss goodbye, but you seriously just helped them out all the freaking way. Um, you're just a piece of crap, dude. I, Business-wise, you're probably a really great person, but business-wise, you really screwed us. And this goes to show you that that's what you wanted to do because you definitely could have left the Warriors the same exact way. You actually did, and then after they enticed you with a retirement banner... You went ahead and came back because you're that weak-minded to think that they would not even do it unless you did the sign-and-trade. That's what makes you weak-minded. Sorry. Rant over. Flames. Go off, King. Oh, man. I've been holding okay, on all day. So maybe I, can, maybe I can put a spin on it? What do you think about this? He learned from his mistakes with the Thunder. Some mistakes. Grew as a person. No, some mistakes Ooh. need to be made again. Just <laughs> well, just well, no. Well, no. Let me. So let me continue my spin because okay. it's gonna spin back to the negative. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he learned from his mistakes. He grew as a person, and he did right by the Warriors in a way that he wasn't mature enough to do by the Thunder. Okay. The thing is, I can respect that but it still hurts me. You know, it's like, it's like if you are dating this girl who is just a terrible girl and, and, but you really love her and she treats you bad and she dumps you and she leaves you. She cheats on you. And then you see her in like five years and she's totally settled down with a third guy and has just totally got her shit together. Steve, I was and, in and love. And is totally good to go. I Can was you in imagine, love. Like, 
I don't care. I was in love, I know, Steve. I know. I'm saying, like, <laughs> can you imagine if this girl, like, totally did you wrong and was just immature and you rationalized it, right? You're like, man, she's just not very smart. She's just not a good person. I was right not to be with her. And then you see her five years later and she's all settled down being a good mom to some kids and, and is just totally a good girl. And you're like, why weren't you that when you were with me? Yeah, but worse. But worse. That's okay. what it feels like. Yeah, that was. And by the way, I love your euphemisms when it comes down to <laughs> the relationships and girlfriends. You always nail them. Um, but screw Kevin. Still, screw you. You screw. sat there, and like I said, we gave everything to you. We pretty much put you and helped you get where you were at as a person, too, right? And you literally just walked away after you told us, Oh, I love you guys so much. You guys are my family. I wouldn't. I, I want my number retired here. I want streets named after me. Da da da. Like, screw. We put you in the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, okay, sir? That's that's no small feat to do that. I mean, you're up there with some pretty crazy greats, um, and like I said, you couldn't even kiss us goodbye. I was in love though, Steve. I, was, I could offer an alternative spin. I have actually a different take than both. Uh, I think both of you guys. I don't think he's grown at all. <laughs> I think he's okay. just. I think he's just doing the exact same thing in a different way. So, kind of what Jerry was saying when KD left, he gave the impression he was staying almost because he's of the way he was like, "I love the city. I love the people here." And then he kind of just left, like he didn't give a good explanation. To me, that's indicative of somebody who doesn't he, they can't stand disappointing people he doesn't want mm -hmm. to disappoint the fans so he just kind of writes a note on players tribune and then doesn't have to face the public in oklahoma I, about so it. you're telling me i got a dear john letter basically yeah and the warriors he get a sign and trade <laughs> no <laughs> no but, so, do you not see my no. rationalization and then here? you were just walking through the park so one I day and you saw her walking around with her new family <laughs> no no so i don't i don't think the timeline is exact i think what happened is that the report came out by nbc about being the second string and then after he helped golden state make that trade with d'angelo then joe lacobs came out and was like this guy has been amazing for us. We're going to retire his number. I think what prompted him to do the D'Angelo trade was that NBC came out with this whole basically hit piece on KD being like he hated, not hated it here, but he like left because he felt unloved. And KD being the same KD was like, oh, I can't disappoint these people. Now I feel bad. So he helped them out to kind of like make it feel like, golden state likes him again he literally had a day and a half to do the same for us he did but hey and we could have we could have done with some harrison barnes in our life i'm we i'm could've. still like i i cannot rationalize this like everyone else is trying to be like hey, hey he did hey i can no i can rationalize it for you man he just wasn't ready for our love he wasn't <laughs> he he didn't think he deserved he, it you know? he didn't we don't deserve him you we're better back we're better than him. He he doesn't deserve us. He doesn't. But the fact is, he didn't think he deserved us either. And that's it's his. his, it's his that's self his fault. That's his fault. Yeah. What's that stupid saying? If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Yeah, that one. That's how he did us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I hate him. 
and I'm sorry. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm so you know yes. group therapy session. Thank thank you for uh, being the 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 hard ass. We don't need him anyways. Ex boyfriend Matt. I think we needed that a yes. little bit. You're welcome. <laughs> I've been through that many times. I've I've had the experience. <laughs> yeah. But uh, all right, let's let's get out our feelings. Yes. You know, and so like what terrifies me, I think the most about this sign and trade is the prospect that the Warriors could then just turn around and flip D'Angelo Russell for like right. four good role players. And then all of a sudden they're stocked up for the next five years, which I think they're going to do because yeah, they have three so they have three max players on their max and contracts. it's clunky right yeah it's clunky you like oh, playing curry and russell and clay all together yeah eh. i think i think it could work until clay's back so they might try out yes, and then trade him at the deadline or something well they can't trade him until december 15th yeah. right so yeah somewhere around there they'll probably trade i him. wonder if they'll shut him down <sighs> i don't eh, i don't he's know 23 he's fine yeah. I mean, he's worst worst case scenario is he gets hurt, but then they just keep him and then trade him later. Like he's not a he bad hurt, asset. He gets hurt and he's under contract for four years. Right. Like somebody's he's fine. It, even if if hypothetically what he was last season is his ceiling, you know, like if that's as good as he ever gets, it's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. And then like he's he's honestly like five years away from his prime. So. Right somebody's going to trade for that guy. And even if they don't want another star, maybe they don't. Mm-hmm. They're going to get deep again. They're going to be a real threat which once is what they gets healthy if they, which if they is, do it. Yeah, that's what they need, too. I mean, that was very apparent in the Toronto series once. I'm, I'm just figuring, I'm just thinking they're going to come December 15th, they're going to flip Russell to the Knicks for, like, these four role players that they just signed. <laughs> yeah, the Knicks They're going to get up. Taj and Ellington and Bullock. <laughs> so Taj wouldn't Taj be so great for the Warriors? Oh my god, please <laughs> scares the crap out please of me. Please don't wish that on us. <laughs> it's like the Marquis Spates of of 2019, basically. Oh man, yeah, I hate it. Uh, so yeah, th- that was all the collateral damage from Katie's decision to screw us as NBA fans over again. Uh. But there are some other pretty big signings. Uh, one of the ones that we sort of touched base on was Al Horford taking a mm. discount. How do you feel about that? I mean, I uh, I felt like that was kind of well. I didn't I didn't expect Philadelphia. I I knew he was going to leave, um, just because that's what the reports were all saying. Um, and like we've already mentioned, it's kind of an awkward lineup. I don't think they're going to trade him like Warriors would trade Russell, even though those are both awkward lineups. Yep. I think they can make it work. It's just losing J.D. Redick was huge, I think. I think going to New Orleans, that was a big... We haven't really talked about this yet, but J.J. Redick to New Orleans, I think was low-key one of the better free agency signings, aside from these big ones like Katie and Kyrie. Oh yeah. Just cuz just cuz like with Zion and um uh Lonzo and all the other people they got in that uh Lakers trade asset, they don't really have a lot of great shooting, so now Redick spreads the floor out for them a bunch which lets Zion do his do Zion things. So 
but the same thing applies now for Philly in the opposite way. Now they don't have really any spacing because, you know, aside from Horford, who's a really consistent three-point shooter, I guess Harris is also, but... Yeah, I would say like so. Sim- they- Simmons and Embiid, though, are like the two, the number one and two guys, they can't shoot worth worth much at all, so... No, but they Spacing did- is going to be so weird. Yeah, so they did bring back Tobias Harris, like you said, but they also brought mm-hmm. back the three general manager, Michael Scott. Oh, yeah. uh, on a pretty good deal, I think. Like three years, three million or something like that. Yeah. Um, pretty cheap deal three, for a three, pretty serviceable shooter. Right. Um, despite, you know, them losing um, Jimmy Butler they got a lot of assets back for doing what they did there, right? So Jimmy Butler, of course, is part of the Miami Heat right now. Um, Philadelphia got back. And may may I just say that's perfect? What, you like that one? Because he didn't go to Houston? I mean, no, just like picture him in that uniform. Oh, yeah, he looks, he will look clean. I fear for the man's life living that close to Gabrielle Union. Like, Dwayne Wade's going to kill him. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I didn't even put two and two together. Like, we're going to see a TMZ report of them two fighting with a bottle of Merlot in their hands from Dwayne Wade Vineyards (laughs) because he came over. Swinging Merlot (laughs) bottles at each other. I I did see though I think Dwayne Wade actually tweeted something like hinting a potential desire to run it back now that Ooh. he's on the team. Ooh. Huh. Yeah, I didn't I saw know that something was... along those lines. But I mean just not only that he's going to look clean AF in those <laughs> uniforms but just the fact that he's the guy on a middle of the road <laughs> Eastern Conference playoff team again. I feel like all is right with the Jimmy Butler world. And so it's it's so weird, right? So Philly sent you know Jimmy Butler down to Miami. Miami sent them Josh Richardson, which is great by the oh, way. Oh, that was a good pickup. That's great for Philly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah And that's then you awesome. have Portland that had to jump in the deal. I forgot who backed out of it, but Portland Dallas in. Dallas, Dallas was Dallas. a big oh, whole, which I actually loved the crap for Dallas. <laughs> I don't understand that though, right? Like Dallas was gonna get Goran Dragic, uh, and yeah, and Dra- it was gonna be Dragic and Doncic and Porzingis, and Dragic and Doncic were like best friends. They were on the Slovenian national team together. They were like roommates. Dragic was his mentor. Like, but you can't say why there's... didn't they keep that? That was gonna be so cool. Because Steve, how could you say Dragic and Doncic? At the same time, like it's too hard. You can't have those two next to each other. Try saying that all really the fast. C's, all the C's are chiches. Yes. Dragic and Doncic. So it's really hard to say. Doncic. Doncic. Dragic. Dragic and Doncic. It's like the the part is in like the opposite. No, they're all they're all they're chish. Like flipped. Chish, they're, chish. they're flipped. Dragic and Doncic. But it's like the opposite. You hear it like the, ch- <laughs> and the k- It's like flipped. No, they're all CHs. No, Dragic and Donchik. I can't like believe we're having a discussion no, right now about no, the old tr- Russian tr- country languages and how to it's pronounce like them. No, it's just confusing. Sir, sir it's not Donchik, it's Donchic. Oh, I thought it was Donchik. Donchic. They're all CHs. <laughs> Dragic and Donchic. Dragic. You don't know how to you don't know how to pronounce the rookie of the year's last name, sir? I don't watch sir. Dallas games that often. Sir. Sir. <laughs> okay. Resign, sir. So 
<laughs> Portland sends Mo Harkless and Myers Leonard down to Miami mm. uh, yeah. out of the deal to get the com- the completed Jimmy Butler trade, but had to send Hassan Whiteside so they weren't hard capped uh, over to Portland. So they, it looks like they have a backup. So, that was and, such a weird asset. And uh, Miami saved, I think, about five million dollars in that exchange. Not and a then bad they deal. flipped, and then they flipped Mo Harkless, right, along with a future first round pick, uh, which is the second first round pick that the Clippers own from Miami. So the Clippers are like heavily invested in Miami sucking sometime in the near future. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> um. <laughs> They're really banking on another Jimmy Butler breakdown and going completely yeah. bananas on the bench they want him to pull a minnesota over there yes yeah. oh god um so in my opinion that trade right there sort of sent a few more dominoes falling over um one of them the ennis canner uh trade which right. yeah he went to boston i think we sort of touched base on it earlier two years mm-hmm. sure uh 20 million dollars uh, so sounds like ten million a year with my. Uh, no, I think that's. I think it's ten total. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he took their room exception, oh, okay, so that's like okay, four okay. four point eight this year, and then like five point two yeah, or something yep. the next year. Yep. Okay, yeah. so a total of ten, but broken down that way. Um, so <clears throat> there goes Ennis, and then we get hashtag Boston Strong Nerlens coming with us. Uh, so mm-hmm. I just wanted to sh- send a shout thank out. Thank you, Ennis. Yeah, thank you, Jimmy Butler and the Sixers and the Heat for finally completing that <laughs> it trade. It all comes for full circle. Yeah, so we could get Nerlens. So thanks, guys. Um, okay. No, so the Jimmy Butler one was a pretty big deal. That ended up finally happening. I think we sort of knew about it. Uh, one of them that was, or there's two of them that are pretty crazy to me, but one of them that really blew my mind, Chris Middleton, guys. Five years, $178 million. He got uh, the bag. He definitely got the, got whole, the bag. Bag. Yeah, whole bag. Yeah, he, he did. I don't know. I don't know if that's a good deal for the Bucks long term. Um, Had to do it. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. So you what's, think- this, what's the situation with Giannis now in 2020, 2021? Do they have enough money well, now he'll- to pay the max? He, I mean, it's the. It depends whether or not they want to, but I mean, he's obviously their own free agent, so they can do whatever they, whatever they're willing to do yeah. to give him whatever they can. Right. Uh, look, I mean, I think, I think it might have been on the low post that they were saying this, but it's possible that Chris Middleton, out of all players in the NBA, had the most leverage in this contract negotiation mm-hmm. because yeah. the. <laughs> The Bucks just could not cheap out on Chris Middleton with Giannis, the player of their franchise, the player that may be the only reason their franchise is still in Milwaukee right now, coming up for free agency year after next. Like, you're going to let his running mate, the guy who, you know, it was the Eastern Conference, but dude just made an all-star team. And you're going to cheap out and try to try to short him on his first major contract? You know, yeah. like this is this is along the same lines of why I defend Sam Presti for trading for Carmelo Anthony. Like he had Russ and PG both about to be free agents staring at him being like, look, mm. we just got Melo to waive that no trade clause. Sam Presti is going to be like, sorry, too expensive. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Like 
there's the there's the the salary cap gun to their heads you know the same thing in both situations so like yeah i think it's an overpay for middleton i think he's good but that's too much but gun to their heads gotta do it not my pocketbook what about you tyranny yeah, I, I mean, I agree with Steve. I think Giannis is now Chris Middleton's best friend, or he should be, because he got him yeah. money, basically. Yeah, for sure. And you see, like, there's a give and a take, right? But like, I, I, they made the calculation that it's more valuable with more valuable for their relationship with Giannis to keep Middleton, right? And then, and then they had to let Brogdon walk. Oof. Which or they, not walk? I, it was it was actually a trade. They got some stuff back, which but, I think they also knew they were going to get Matthews. I feel like they knew that was going to be an asset they could get to kind of replace Brogdon. Otherwise, I don't think they would have yeah. been as easily swayed to trade him. Well, I think it helps. Yeah, and that adds to yeah. that adds to Matthews's promised role. Yeah. Um, not that he's a point guard, but, you know, there's minutes now. Right. Yep. Yep. And then also they, I, they re-signed Bledsoe, didn't they? He was signed last. Yeah. He, he, was, he got an extension last season. Yep. I think four for 70. Oh, I thought yeah. they okay. I thought yeah. I read that somewhere. So yeah, they have Bledsoe either way. No. Yeah, so they're running back. They're going Bledsoe, Middleton, Giannis, both of the Lopez twins, which is oh, very yeah. interesting. They yeah. managed to sign both of those guys, which is kind of cool. That was the um, heartwarming. Rooting for the Morrises to find their way onto the bucks too so the, the morrises <laughs> are like the twins off of rugrats they're just into everything and they tear everything up so i think <laughs> they need to keep them separated they seem to work better in my opinion yeah so they've got them they've got wes um they do not have just left Miritich the, anymore. The frick he, he out of there. bailed the NBA to go back to Barcelona. <laughs> I would too for that contract. You see that thing? <laughs> it's like no. What was it? it what was, did he get? Oh my god! It was like four years, a hundred and like fifty, I believe. Woo. In Europe? Yes. Yeah, Is that true? It's. Whoa. Let me double check this. It's been a Check few out. days. That's got to be the biggest contract in EuroLeague history. It's if that's insane. a fact. Here, let me hold on. Decent he was the EuroLeague checking. MVP before he came over to the NBA. I think that broke before free agency started. I know. That's yeah, why I, I knew he was it. leaving, but the contract wasn't. I, I hadn't seen that contract amount. Uh, I thought I saw it too. Where is that? I thought it was a lot. Let me see. I can't find it. Hold on, I'm looking. Miritich, where is he? So I don't. In the meantime, that's the Bucks. Yeah, they're gonna be right, good. Who, who we got? Who we got? Where do we want to go next? Um, Why don't you look up his contract. The the other one that I thought was pretty big, and he hasn't played in a whole season, was Kristaps. Five years, 158. Oh, yeah. That was pretty big. Five years, 150 with no options. Yeah. Yeah. That's... They just they just ponied up. They were like, we're, we're giving you everything you want. Um, <laughs> well, they, they didn't strike out the last tall white guy they kept around for a while. So <laughs> <laughs> they're probably like, we got to go for this one again. Still I mean, look, to. in non-basketball things, I suppose that means that they have his off-court stuff kind of cleared up, you would think. Yeah, would I don't think it was anything to begin with. 
now. It must mean that his rehab is looking pretty good. Yeah. Um, from that knee injury. Uh, he's he's like really never been consistently healthy, so like that's a high risk swing with that contract for Dallas. Um, giving a guy who's seven three and rail thin mm. that kind of deal, like that could go real wrong real fast. So I mean, I hope it doesn't. I think he's a very interesting player. You know, was he the one who actually inspired the? now cliche term unicorn <laughs> i think he might have been oh, like, i hope he's okay um dallas could be good no. i wish they had gotten Dragic, but dallas could dallas could easily compete for a playoff spot next year oh they they re-signed their their mvp jj barrea um for another year also that today it's like 39 yeah he's wrong. he's old um so Miritich actually signed a six-year, sorry, $80 million contract. I was looking at something that was from just some crazy tweeter. Um, and that's do- uh, is that dollars? That's not euros? I believe that is dollars. It, it yeah, has a dollar good. sign pretty in good. front of it. So Six is, six is a lot of security. Yeah. You pretty, know? Pretty good. Don't got to worry about so, nothing. Um, and 80, I, I still think... I. St- I'm not looking this up, but I feel like there's a significant chance that is the largest contract in EuroLeague history. It could sounds, be. Sounds They're quite just not a lot that of money. Yeah. 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 I don't really uh, have much money to give out. Somebody who did get a lot of money, Vucevic. Um, mm. Four years, 100 also, million. Also, also CHs. Vucevic. 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 Sorry, and then, and you can just he, people call him Vooch. Vooch. Just as a nickname, so. All right. Vooch. I mean, I think you pulled a Bill Simmons right there, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but he's getting Stephen Adams' money. Um, I thought that was a pretty big deal to stay with Orlando. Uh, they try to make some moves and secure some guys, which wasn't a bad deal for them. Um, another huge one, Brogdon. You just brought him up. Uh, he got to the Pacers for four years, 85 million, uh, former rookie of the year. Um, Bucks, you know, second thought, uh, next to Chris Middleton and Giannis, uh, he collected himself a bag. Also it, I thought that that was a pretty, pretty, pretty good deal, uh, for him, especially not doing too much last year. Yeah, I feel like um, the one other thing I was going to mention besides that is I, I feel like we have to talk about Utah real quick. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They So everyone was talking about how great they were in this offseason free agency, but I now can't remember any of the players they signed. But I feel <laughs> like they're like... Well, they got Mike Conley. Yep. Well, yeah, besi- I mean, I'm talking about free agent. Free uh, they have Bojan Bogdanovich. Yeah, that was one. Um, he's one. really good, guys. Yeah. Good shooter. <laughs> he yeah. really is. And I think he got like four for 73 yep. or something On like that. It's not a bad deal. It's good. He, for it's it. a lot, but he's really good. Yeah. And he's really young. So, right. I mean, the the idea of he and Joe Ingles on the wings just that's real terrifies scary. the crap out of me. And then yeah. Conley and Gobert. <laughs> it's terrifying. Like, mm, that's going to be tough. 
Well, and they did lose Ricky yep, Rubio that's a really to good the Suns team. for fifty-one million. So uh, <laughs> we are gonna see. Well, they they let him walk. Well, yeah. they ushered him out the door. There, there are going to be. Prepare yourself. There are going to be smart NBA guy columns calling them the Western Conference favorites. Just prepare yourselves. That's coming. They, we did the exact same thing last year, and it was the exact same result. Like they, oh. I remember at the beginning of the year, the power rankings were like. Lakers one, Utah two, Houston, Golden State were up there, and then Utah was like six in the standings. Yeah, but those were dumb NBA guy columns. I think there <laughs> will be smart NBA guy columns. Who, I'm gonna let the homerism take over and just say that we're the favorites next year. Okay. Um, whoop whoop. Yeah, I don't care what those other guys have to say. Um, yeah. But for real, what so with the free agencies now, where do you think we stand in the conference? I think we're still kind of where we were last year, four or five. I think I think if we're healthy, all bets are off. True. You know, like when it comes down to the playoffs, the team with the best player tends to win. The team with the best two players almost always wins. So mm-hmm. if Russ and PG are healthy and right and playing well, like – what it's the Lakers, and then what other team has two guys that who who are that good? Yeah, I mean the Jazz are going to be seen, about it. Really, the Jazz? Could... I mean, what Gobert and Conley and Gobert is more of like a. I don't think they're like two stars. They're more like. I I would call Gobert a star. I I mean I, maybe I respect the defensive end more than some people, but I think Gobert is. A legitimate difference maker. Well, I think he's yeah. a crybaby. So I think I put him on a different tier than <laughs> I respect a man Westbrook. who can shed a tear, man. I'm I'm totally kidding. I cry too. <laughs> Those French guys, man. Um yeah, I think I think uh Houston's the only other one, but they can't seem to Houston. get along. So And I think I mean, all due respect to Chris Paul's wonderfully historic smart guy loved career. I think Russ and PG are both better than him at this point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's Definitely. a it's a high upside play, but like if we're healthy and and we're right, then I think we have a chance against anybody, unless uh, unless the Lakers get another big guy, yeah. but, like a Kawhi Leonard, perhaps. Oh, yeah, something like that. Mm. So Kawhi, <laughs> if Kawhi goes to the Lakers, I'm going to punch a porcupine. <laughs> a baby a baby seal r.i.p your fists wait a second a you better make sure it's not a positivity porcupine that you're punching it sir because i'll have a Dude, problem with that good point yeah i'll punch a baby seal instead that's better that's better yeah. thank you i will They're not pretty squishy i'll not be, be happy okay. they'll absorb the blow <laughs> but yeah i don't want Kawhi to the lakers we're just gonna have another dynasty on our hands with the big three, that's going to be too be much. really annoying. It would be, be really annoying. We just got rid of Golden State, and now we have this. It's too much. By the way, how hilarious that it's it's the last outstanding super major free agent, and we are how far into this are we? Twenty eight hours in. Yeah, twenty hour and a, hour and twenty minutes, and we're just now getting to Kawhi. Yeah. Well, so, so he hasn't brand. gone yet, so I mean, it, we, there's not much to talk about because Kawhi is just like 
I don't think chilling. we even said his name yet, though. Yeah. <laughs> He's like Voldemort to me right now because he hasn't you know, just came out and said it yet. Like, he's really yeah. pissing me off. He just needs to hurry up and quit trying to troll everybody in his new balances and just I, keep us guessing. I was honestly worried yesterday when Nerlens backed out. I thought the reason was that he was waiting for Kawhi because I thought if he went to the Lakers, the Nerlens was going to join him because they need a center anyway. But clearly that wasn't, wasn't correct. So, But I still don't want Kawhi to go. To LA. He needs to go to the Clippers or Toronto. That would be the worst if he went to LA. Yeah, so he just bad. needs to stay in Toronto, in my opinion. Just stay up there. He, Hang out in the yeah, winter. I, my guess you. is... Be on the wall. Yes. Yeah. My guess is he's going to do a one-and-one one with Toronto. I think that's the... God, I hope so. Yeah, I think I think that's the smartest move for him. Oh, man. Did you hear, like, he's going to get, like, free apartment, you know, yeah. penthouse... 60 something restaurants have signed up to give this guy food free for life because he won him a Which championship. Me, like, dude would to, literally be living like a king every day in Canada with the nicest well, people in the world. And but you're also like a he's millionaire, he's a multimillionaire. Like, what's a free food? Like, this yeah, guy was driving the same Tahoe for like 15 years. He doesn't, yeah, because he wants to, he doesn't care he's, about he's the money. exactly. He would just hang out and walk around Toronto, like, oh, yeah, what's up, brother? Like, who I would never want to go to LA if I was a player, and that's just for traffic did you, reasons. Did you guys see the lookalike that was walking around the parade yes. signing autographs? Oh, <laughs> <God, laughs> man, these look like five, me. he's like five foot eight or something. <laughs> People are probably really like. Dead ass. It was great. Too. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, the cornrows. That was about it. God. Oh man. All right, Kawhi, make a decision because yeah. we're all we you're the last a, one. We better know by next by next podcast. Yeah, we got any more any more guys we need to wrap up real quick? Um, <sighs> no, I don't think so. I mean, we'll add young to the Bulls. No, I don't really have anybody. <laughs> that was that was another trade that happened. I'm sure we forgot something important, but there's just so much going on. There's like so much. I'll do all due respect to Woj and you know what? Royce Young for breaking the uh Alec Burks yeah. news. Yeah. He beat beat Woj to the punch. Shout out Royce. Woj, Woj didn't even tweet it. <laughs> it was just Royce. No. He just admitted defeat. He was yeah. like, I am I am I have been beaten. I'm gonna let Royce have this one. Yeah. No, he uh that's this is what happens when 51 percent of the league is free agent i mean you literally have two days not even a full two days of just straight freaking madness like i was and i'm just gonna end with my part of this today i was on the road so i drove out to scottsdale thursday we stayed the weekend it was a bachelor slash bachelorette party Mm. so we partied okay um had the sweet b&b it was awesome um do the b and b stands for bachelor and bachelorette i think so um if not we're coining that and starting something new um (laughs) but i was driving back from scottsdale i live in oklahoma city that's for you guys it's about 14 hours well my wife is pregnant as many of you know um so we have to stop like every hour hour and a half um so we were on the road for a good 16 hours you know that that day and that weekend was just a blur so i'm driving back yesterday and my mind is just going all over the place while we're driving back home um and finally about nine o'clock i was like babe can we just can we just stay at a hotel please 
Um, and the reason why was because I really wanted to catch up on all the free agency stuff that I had missed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was tired. She was tired. But I stayed up for probably like another two and a half hours just looking at all the free agency crap. Um, Babe, I got to get on Twitter. Yeah, and I, I couldn't help it because as, as everyone sort of said, this is like my favorite time of the year. It's so much fun. See, yeah, everything happening minus KD's terrible weak decision to do a sign in trade or let them even talk about it um but yeah um overall what a great weekend to start off and we still have a crap ton of players too that yeah. have to come off the board mm-hmm. i mean there's Boogie. there's so much um i'm gonna tell y'all right now if there's let's let's say this we have to pick a player and i'm just shooting this from the hip they have to be over 34 years old and we could give them the minimum who would it be right now that you would want to give that to? 34. That that would take the minimum right now. 34 or older. Uh, man, I guess in the absence of Mascala, I wouldn't mind Tolliver. He's like 43 or something. <laughs> <laughs> he looks 43. But, I mean, I don't know if this... this, this I, I think this does not meet your age restriction but i i could go for like a jeff green yeah he's pretty you know, close there's a there's we'll a large amount today. of if if we have to dump salary somewhere my personal preference would be dennis schroeder to make it happen and mm-hmm. there's like still a pretty good amount of backup point guards on the market i don't know if i have a, if i have a good Ooh. answer for you but the fact of the matter is the thunder are not done this off season. um there has to be at least a salary dump move and we'll see what comes of that. They need to clear a roster space. So we're going to find out something along those lines. Um, look, there's still a lot of good free agents. So if the thunder wanted to let Raymond Felton go, wanted to cut Abdul Nader, Don't like there's it. still a chance that they could get into another free agent for the minimum and there are still a lot of good guys left so it looked like going into this that a lot of teams had cap space and that's true um luckily the lakers way overspent on like five guys so a lot of that cap space disappeared but the fact of the matter is there's still 40 40 percent of the league was free agents so all the cap space in the world is not going to make up for that. So there will still be some guys to be had for the minimum if the Thunder could scoop up one or two of those guys in replacement of one or two of these expendable guys. I would not be mad about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I have an answer. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anybody. I'm kind of fine with what we have now, but we'll, we'll probably change it. Um, we have a lot of wiggle room sort of like steve yeah. said there's there's so many options it's sort of like that scene in Step Brothers. you know we have so much room for activity still with yeah. the very little money that we have um well non-existent money that we have um because we the don't have any money yeah mm-hmm. so we're we're actually trying to dig ourselves out of a hole a little bit so uh, but you know like god god forbid i mean to in order to dump patrick patterson we have to like attach hamadou diallo to him yeah mm-hmm. all of a sudden we have an open roster spot or what about our MVP, Abdel Nader? You know, he's non-guaranteed going. contract. He oh. could leave at any point. He could leave at any point if we want to. If there's Sad. another, yeah, minimum contract guy that we think would be more valuable. So, yep. this is not set in stone. Um, we're getting you this information 
while things are kind of settling down, but not really. You know, the off season continues. Yeah, I do think yep. a trade is coming though, in the near future. I sense it. For the Thunder. Yeah, oh, I think okay. Pat. I think there's a very solid chance Patterson is dumped. Like I would, I would call it like ninety percent. Yeah, that Muscala trade is basically like Patterson's minutes, so that well, makes sense. My thing is the expiring contracts. Those are actually going to be really nice looking to a lot of teams next season. Um, so mm-hmm. including us. Yeah, uh, but if we could maybe get a trade for Andre and a. Uh, you know, a Patrick, depending on the situation that might work out. Um, my opinion on my opinion on Andre is that trading him right now is selling at the lowest possible low. moment. Yeah. And if he comes back and can even play a little bit, like on the one hand, maybe he's a useful player for yeah. us. On the other hand, his, tra- his trade value is way higher at the trade deadline. So I, I would want to hang on to him for now yeah. well, personally. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with it. But we still got what? How many days of free agencies left? Four, five. Man, all, all the way up and all the way up until. I mean, free agency never stops. Well, let me let me rephrase that. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Never ends. When everybody can start signing is July sixth, right? July sixth. Yeah. The moratorium's right. over on July sixth. Um, and that's when we get the summer league. So like, content is up and coming. Oh yeah, we got some. We got a. We'll have a fun roster, from what I can tell. Did you guys check that out today? No, I haven't seen. Yeah, hoping Darius Baisley can can play a little. Um, (laughs) We'll see if that timing works out. No, that's what I want to see too. But um, he's pretty pretty smooth. So, with that, guys, we've ran through this as much as we could. Uh, There's so much more out there. You can find all of us at OKC Topic Thunder. Uh, we had a great time with you tonight. I got Matt Tyranny at Prime Nerlens. He got to keep it. Um, and then we got yeah. Stephen Dolan at Steve Thunderfan. Uh, keeping us, you know, right on all the contract terms and all that good jazz <laughs> since he is an understudy Numbers. of uh, the CBA now. Uh and I'm Jerry Stevens uh, at Gerald Amir. I uh, want to thank you guys one last time. You can listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Anchor. Leave us voicemails. We love them. Um, oh, yeah. Get... That's so cool. Like, you can literally be in the podcast. We'll just shove you right in there like a Twitter question, but with your voice. Right. Shove it. Shove it right in. Shove it right yeah, in. Yeah, we might need to use different words for that, but uh, we'll work on that. Nope. <laughs> Very intentional wording. That's <laughs> all right, guys. Well, with all the shoving going around, just want to uh, <laughs> you guys have a great week. We'll talk to you this weekend and thunder up, thunder up, thunder up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.